0: Hello, and welcome to True Horrors with Meg and Rachel. Every week we discuss a horror film and the true stories that inspired, influenced, or bear striking resemblance to them. Be warned for spoilers and adult themes. I'm Rachel. And I'm Meg. And this is True Horrors.
1: Season two.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it.
1: Welcome to season two, everyone. (laughs)
0: Now, not that much time has actually passed for you all, but again, it has been so long for us. It's like three years later. The seasons also-
1: have passed. I haven't moved from where I was sitting this whole time, but the seasons have kind of rolled outside yes! my window, just like calendar days ripping off. Like, um,
0: when you're reading Twilight and Edward goes away and each page you turn is like a month. It's like that. <laughs> That's what it's like. <laughs> it's the only thing oh- I remember about that book. I,
1: I just like transported through time when you said that <laughs> and remembered reading that and being like, wow, we're really in it. Like, she's really upset. I was like, can't relate. Like I
0: remember being like really impressed with her writing skills. There. I was like, oh, this is actually a really effective way to, to show it. Like, mm-hmm. that was good.
1: Um, So it's season two, y'all. And I'm really excited because we have slated six movies I've never seen. Um, There are some movies that I actively haven't watched um, just because we got, when we got this idea, I was like, no new horror movies that we could possibly use here so that I'm seeing them fresh. And um, this is also a little bit different because um, if you recall, I had the series premiere. And so we switched the order for this. So this uh, season premiere, we're going to Rachel and she has chosen.
0: The Invasion of the Body Snatchers, 1978.
1: Which I'd never seen, so it's the first. I'll make sure to tell you guys um, if they're ones I haven't seen. But I had never seen, and nor did I know anything about this movie, except bodies were going to get snatched. Like, yeah, snatched. it's in the title. It is. It, was, it gave me a lot of hints as to what to expect. And it's in the 70s.
0: Yes. I had only seen it once, but it is exactly as good as I remember it being. But I want to hear your thoughts because you've never seen it before
1: well it started and there were us those beautiful shots of those <laughs> things and i was like they're gonna snatch those are the snatchers aren't they
0: aren't they scary those scary well, wisps of smoke slash frog eggs
1: well then it got to just like ominous shots of flowers and i was uh-huh. like it doesn't matter how much music you lay over this i'm never going to be afraid of a flower and then the pods bloomed and i was like i'm a little afraid of that flower <laughs> like that's fair that flower yeah. that flower wants to kill me that flower <laughs> um I, I don't think this is jumping ahead but I was sort of impressed because I was like I think this is the first um alien invasion movie I've ever saw where I was like yeah that's how it would happen and we would be completely helpless like yeah yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. there's no there's no Will Smith there's no, no. Jeff Gold. well actually there, there is, is Col- but
0: Goldblum, he's but he's useless Also, do you find young Jeff Goldblum as like off-putting as I do? Like,
1: I mean, he's not as attractive as older yes. Jeff Goldblum. I really don't know, and I'm sorry, but like, he aged really well. Yeah, like really his, face his face looks wrong. His yes. face looks wrong. It looks like those that de-aging software they use nowadays. It looks like like if you told me that movie was filmed yesterday and it was Jeff Goldblum <laughs> and his face, and they just de-aged him down, I would have been like, I mean technology's come a long way, but at what cost? Like, <laughs> yes. like no, because you know, like, the Independence Day, first Jurassic Park era, like, me as a child, I had a big crush on him. Mm-hmm. And, like, he, I was just like, your face, it's like, you're too young. Like, you weren't meant to be this young. No. like, um, But he, no, he didn't help at all. But, no, the fact that we were completely helpless, I was like, yeah, this is a great invasion. I think I wrote that a couple of times. I was like, wow, like, just just whoever was part of that project meeting, like just really mm. good, like good ideas, like good execution. They definitely had it all going on. Um, the people in this movie, every time a name would go across the screen, I'd be like, what? Cause like <laughs> you didn't tell me anything and I didn't look up and they yeah. were like Leonard Nimoy. And I'm like, is he playing himself? Like, is it a cameo? <laughs> like, I don't know that I've ever seen him in anything that wasn't Star Trek or him just being himself.
0: Yeah. Like, I had forgotten he was in this movie, honestly. And I think it's because, like, he just plays the worst character. I hate him so much.
1: The amount of times I wrote in my notes that either he's an alien or he's Mm -hmm. the worst person in the world and I was relieved when he was an alien because I was like I'm sorry but he is so like missing the point Mm -hmm. then he's just the worst and then I was like thank god he's just like he's gaslighting them thank god like
0: I feel like he started off as himself in that because like his affect changes like in the bookstore he smiles a whole lot so I think that's him and he is just the worst But then after that, you never see him smile again. And I think that's when he has been snatched.
1: Um, Yeah, I guess that's, I sort of thought like, I don't know how strategic they were, but I'm like, he's a great person to snatch like right off the bat. Because then when these other people, Mm -hmm. here's why I thought he was snatched from the beginning, because I don't understand how you can hear the same independent story, the, the same story from independent people and not be like, okay, like, yikes. Because like the 70s. I know, right? Like, is that just gonna be every time I'm like, I hate this, you're gonna be like, it's the 70s. Yeah.
0: It was like the friggin' dark ages of psychiatry. Like,
1: you just need to go home and like have sex with your husband. That'll cure you. Yes. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna take a real wild guess and say that is not going to help. (laughs) (laughs) Um, also not to go back to the beginning, but I was always taught not to pick flowers. Like my mom was always like, you're killing them. Not like in a mean way, right. but in like a, hey, no, we look at the pretty flowers. And that teacher was just like, get them kids, like <laughs> rip them off. Like that kid, that teacher was enthusiastic about that.
0: Well, I feel like she just wanted the kids to leave her alone.
1: I got like, that vibe too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which I don't know if you've ever worked with a classroom full of kids, but. It's a relatable feeling.
1: I've worked with one kid, and it was a relatable feeling yeah. when I was a nanny. But no, my thing was, it's the seventies. Couldn't you have just left them alone in the park? I mean, why? Why did I'm surprised they needed adult supervision?
0: Yeah, especially with that priest swinging so ominously there.
1: I forgot about that. I mean, I didn't think adult supervision was invented until the late eighties. It like, wasn't. I thought before that. So also, when we meet. um I can't think of her name. The love interest?
0: Mhm. I can't I can... think of her name either. The girl
1: wanna... the the girl character. Is it Jessica?
0: No. Am I making Jessica. that up? I want to say Elizabeth, but I might be making It, it is up. Elizabeth. Ah. It is.
1: I can like hear his voice now saying it when she's dying. Um, but when his, her boyfriend snapped his fingers at her and I was like, I hope you get snatched. <laughs> I was like, you need to be the first to go like and then like they have this whole thing where it seems like like they're not married and she's clearly in love with the main guy, Peter. Sure. I'm just making it up as I go along at this point. Like it's the Donald name.
0: Sutherland. Let's just call him that. That's
1: the thing. I really want to call him Donald Sutherland. <laughs> That's who did not is. look as weird younger, yeah. did not look as weird, but like they're clearly in love. Mm hmm. And I'm like, you're not married. Like, ditch him. Yeah, like, I don't.
0: She clearly didn't even like him, and he didn't like her.
1: Ditch him. And it's not even like you can say they're married, and, like, it's the 70s. Like, no, they were living together. Like, ditch him yeah. is all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, jeffrey is the boyfriend's name i know because i wrote jeffrey is not listening to her Mm -mm. also if you were i i just i felt it so hard when she was reading and he turned on the tv (laughs) i was like "Bitch, you're gonna get snatched like (laughs) by me
0: when we first saw him he was wearing headphones so like why what are you doing
1: he was wearing headphones in the house alone but then when she was there he was like you need to experience this with me (laughs) like also can we talk about how Don Sutherland's character is so into her he even knows what sports team her boyfriend likes Mm -hmm. like I'm like he's like I bet he was happy I'm like are you stalking her like (laughs) what's happening right now were you watching that (laughs) were you watching that game as well and being like ah Jeffrey will be happy um no he was at work oh right he was at work um also how oh I wrote this how are you gonna pretend like that a health inspector is the bad guy like when they were like hating him I'm like I'm sorry that he doesn't want people to like eat dirty stuff like Mm -hmm. um that was so weird I not at all What did I write about these flowers? Oh yeah. That they look suspicious right after I was like, you aren't going to make me suspicious of a flower.
0: And I was like, Oh wait, they they're weird looking flowers. They're not from around here.
1: It also makes a lot of sense. Like, I think there's a real, um, there's a real gravitation towards making the main character and things like this, a cop.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: I think him being in the health department makes a lot of sense because it's an outbreak. The one thing I do have to say, but then I realized at the end of the movie, it doesn't fucking matter, is that this is the least convincing snatching I've ever seen in my life. They're not even trying to act like the people, like they're not even trying. Like it was so I was like, can can you even try like you have his memories? Or did you just like watch Jeffrey's memories and you were like, no, not even for the invasion while I pretend to be this man? Like I I wouldn't. He was so suspicious he was so he was they weren't even trying but then I realized at the end it's because why even try like it doesn't matter even if they were like you're not my husband it's like what the fuck are you gonna do about it you have to sleep like Mm -hmm. anytime the way something gets you is sleep I'm like
0: well I'm just gonna die then yeah I'm just gonna die it's my least favorite trope it comes up or like An offshoot of that is uh, the angels and Doctor Who that get you when you blink. Like, anything that just gets you when, like, you are powerless. Like, it's a thing you have to do. I hate it. I hate it so much. I don't like that helpless feeling.
1: Also, I'm sorry, what midnight meeting does a dentist need to go to?
0: your dentist doesn't go to midnight meetings and then he
1: just gets picked up pre-Uber from a random car. I was like, they don't even care. These aliens don't give a fuck. They're like, we've already like your planet is ours. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to try to act like a normal person. And there were so many times I was like, are these people snatched or do these extras just not know how to behave? Like I, I, who knows? Who knows? (laughs) <laughs> when Don Sutherland is talking about all the things he could have become and list a
0: Republican. Yes. Yes. That was my favorite too. <laughs> like, I, I wrote them down just for the record. It's if he could be having an affair, he could have become gay, he could have a social disease, or he could be a Republican. Not sure which of those is the worst.
1: The thing is, they've all aged very differently, all of those comments. Yes. Yes. Um, but no, I just love how he's like, she's like, my boyfriend's acting weird. And he's like, do you want this freshly made home-cooked meal and then to drink some <laughs> wine? And I was like, oh my God, just just leave your boyfriend for this man. He's like, be- subtle about it. I bet that Jeffrey can't even cook. Like, you know he can't cook.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely.
1: Gives off clear vibes like that. hmm And she works full-time. She's like a... Um, a lab tech. Lab tech. I was going to say a botanist, but I'm like, no, she just likes flowers.
0: Yeah, that's just her hobby.
1: Did you really feel that? Were you watching this whole time being like, I would be one of the spreaders? I'd see that flower and be like, <laughs> ooh, like everyone look at this flower.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: I watched her do that and I was like, there's never been a horror movie character that has been more up Rachel's alley. <laughs> like as far as someone, I was like, oh yeah, she's just going to be bringing these flowers. Be like, I found the coolest flower.
0: The the only way it would be more me is if it were like a strange new bird that you just had to like look at from a distance. Be like, everyone look at that bird. I've never seen it before. It's like the ring, but a bird,
1: like you need mm-hmm. to like look at it. Yes. Um, And this can you imagine how chilling it would be to have like your friend or your friend you're trying to sleep with tell you a story like I think my my boyfriend's been snatched and then to have your dry cleaner tell you the same thing right like I would be like so freaked out and Don Sutherland was like sort of freaked out Mm -hmm. but he was like hmm another interesting piece to the puzzle and I was like
0: (laughs) is it really a puzzle if all the pieces look exactly the same just the same piece over and over (laughs) again and it says you're screwed
1: also okay now we're now we're back to what the discussion we were having earlier Nimoy is just like I've had six patients tell me the whole the (laughs) same story but they were all women so who cares I know he didn't say that but you know he said that
0: you know he did and also after a few days they're fine like that's almost worse to me but like after a couple days they're like ah never mind
1: I wrote, everyone looks like babies, but it's because I know all of them from things they did 20 years later. Yep. So it's like, look at your face. It's nice to see you were getting work in the 70s, but like, it's weird. It is weird. Also, it took me so long to figure out what the relationship was between Jeffrey Goldblum and his wife. Yes. Like, they did not establish that very not. well. I just, I just thought he was really close to the woman who ran this, like, yes mud bath is that what that mud
0: bath yes they're mud baths he does he seems like a customer at first
1: i wrote 40 minutes in and more snatching please mm-hmm. um i i just wanted more snatching
0: it starts slow and it's like a snowball down a hill like it then it reaches a fever pitch real fast
1: Talk about lack of subtlety when Nimoy's given her the whole speech about like, you're just using this as an excuse. Maybe you want to leave your relationship. She full on looks at Don and just, <laughs> I was
0: just like,
1: <laughs> without the aliens, this would be a nice rom-com. Uh-huh. Like,
0: <laughs> He's just not the man I married, you know? She, you didn't marry no, him. I no, I know, but we've... like, if it were the rom-com, that's how that would be the setup.
1: I don't know what happened, but I just wrote, "What the fuck? What the fuck is that? What is that doing here?" Oh, I think it's the body. I was gonna say (laughs) it's
0: gotta be the body. It's uh the the Jeff Goldblum body.
1: So that I also didn't realize until they said it. I was like, "That's supposed to be him." I'm like, "I don't see it."
0: It's not him yet. It's becoming him.
1: Could have been because but I just didn't know how they knew that because then at a point they figure it out. And I'm like, how? I mean, I, I figured it out when the eye closing thing happened. Yeah, but that's because they were connected. Yeah. Um, also, just movie wise, this is all played very straight. Mm-hmm. Like this is played in a way of like, I think another reason that it's a really good and haunting movie is that it feels like what this would really be like. Also, it feels like that in the sense that we would not win. Yeah. But the helplessness of it, I loved the scene where he keeps trying to call people Mm -hmm. and they keep like either I said, either everyone in this movie is unhelpful or they've been snatched. And I honestly can't tell the difference.
0: Again, it's the 70s. Like, Um,
1: can we talk about when she comes home and alien Jeffrey is watching TV, but instead of sports, it's just clocks. Yes,
0: that's my favorite show rolling clocks i was just like oh my god like where did he even find that like
1: you'd have to search out a channel like that
0: like Like, access we don't have anything for it so we're just gonna count down the time is that
1: like the one thing they didn't understand was time differences where they like we're like flower aliens but this whole time difference thing that's crazy (laughs) like we better study these
0: clocks Our time zones are real weird. So I'll give them that.
1: Um, It also, this is something where like alien movies, horror movies are not my forte as much as ghost and possession movies. So Mm -hmm. I've watched less because, you know, when you start watching a genre like that, there are beats. Mm -hmm. I could not figure out what they were doing with the body. And then when I did, it was really satisfying. Like when I figured out what was happening, like it wasn't that they were implanting Right. Unintended. <laughs> um, It was that another body was growing and that body was becoming that weird stuff they kept throwing out like it was mm-hmm. disintegrating. I was like, I felt really satisfying because I was like, again, I was like, that is a great plan because also if you do do the implantation, as we've learned from so many alien movies, there's always some way you can turn it off and get mm-hmm. the person back. Whereas this is like, they killed them.
0: Yep. And then just kept crushing them in all the garbage trucks.
1: Yeah. So like the Nimoy scene where he's like laying on the couch and is like, go over it again. I'm like, you're such a dick because you're an alien and you know what's going on. But if he wasn't an alien, I'm also like, are you that arrogant? Like you have all these people telling you the same thing happened and you're like, like, I, that's when I couldn't decide, and I was like, please be an alien, because otherwise, like, you are just, like, terrible, mm-hmm. because they're all telling you the same thing. And at a certain point, when they're all telling you the same thing, you have to kind of, like, give it some thought.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: and then that's when he ended up doing the whole phone booth runaround right. thing. That right. was a really cool shot. Um,
0: like, even if it were some kind of mass hysteria, like, you still need to take that seriously,
1: Because it could have real consequences. Mm -hmm. Also, at this point in the movie, every time they spoke to somebody, I was like, why are you talking to them? They could be a pod person. Like, why are you getting in that cab? Why are you talking to them? Why are you meeting up with someone? Which then again, I don't know if the person he met up with that we saw very briefly was a pod person. Although I like to believe they were. Because I think it's funny that they just kept, like, taking meetings with this man. Even though they were like, we're taking over your planet. Like, they were just like, well, we don't want to be rude. Like,
0: was I was thinking it was more. This will keep him quiet for a little bit longer. When the flower opened, I was like, and
1: like gave birth to that thing. I was like, oh my god, I hate it. Thanks. It's, it's
0: very little shop of horrors.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> Which came first?
0: This one. This did. And well, whoever the movie. The yeah the well the the musical like movie mm-hmm. the. Original Little Shop of Horrors was from the fifties. And you
1: know I love any time someone's talking to someone and they give themselves away by knowing their name when they shouldn't. Yes. That's my favorite. It doesn't matter how many times it happens, I'm still like <laughs> they know your name. And then Jeff Goldblum kept being like, hang up the phone. Yes. <laughs> Why won't you hang up the phone, Don? It's like, oh, I just need to get I just need to get to the one right hang up the goddamn phone, Don. Mm-hmm. Matthew. Cause I wrote, hang up Matthew. His name's Matthew.
0: Matthew. <laughs> it's Matthew. Um, you know what? You are in the right ballpark. You at least picked an apostle. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Proud of you. I'm right. I'm right
1: there. <laughs> I knew it was a very generic name. Yes. Like I knew it wasn't like really out there. I knew, and I knew it wasn't like a more modern name. It wasn't like mm-hmm. his name was like Trent. Right. Like, I wrote, I don't know why, but I wrote, go ahead, bitch, please. I think that that's probably about them thinking they can run. Because oh, I yeah. was just like, because they kept stopping and turning. And I was like, do not stop and turn. Yes. Only yes. run.
0: Yep. And like, they had almost figured it out. Like, just walk at a normal pace and stop being weird about it. Then they ignore you.
1: Also, they never even give hiding a chance. Like, I understand that you can't fall asleep, although I would argue you can fall asleep in shifts from what right. we've seen. Right. So with that going on, I I don't know why it never even became an idea of them to hide. Right. Like, they were really trying to run and really trying to get help. And at a certain point, it's just like, let's hunker down somewhere. Yes. Um. And they just, that never even is a topic.
0: The thing is, they're, in San Francisco, all they need to do is go to the mountains and they're never, they're never going to find them there. Like when they're trying to get to the airport, like at this point, we know that they're aliens. Like, what do you think? They only landed in San Francisco. You don't think they landed around the entire globe. Where are you going to go that they're not like mm-hmm. go to the mountains? You're in the Pacific Northwest. Like, because they're
1: not omnish. They, they, they don't have like, um,
0: omniscient was the right word.
1: Yes. They don't because like, so it wouldn't be like, they'd be like, oh, we know people are in the mountains. They mm-hmm. wouldn't know. No. Like they can't tell. They can't read minds. Like, mm-hmm. so you could just get yourself away. Like, I'm sorry, m- way sooner in this movie when I've given up on humanity. I and mean, then like, we just need to go to the mountains.
0: Yeah. Like way sooner. When, yeah. Uh, once you figure out that they're plants and they get you when you're asleep, like hiding is your only option. I wrote,
1: thank God they got to kiss because I'm pretty sure they're both going to die.
0: Yep. So at least they got to have that
1: moment. When the phone rings, I'm like, don't answer it. Who do you think is on the other line? Who do you think, Matthew?
0: Just, you know, the, the one other person who is not an alien is calling you.
1: <laughs> Why the dog with the human face?
0: Because it was the 70s.
1: That happened
0: and she screamed
1: and then he bitch slapped that old lady. And I was (laughs) like, this is, this is a real sequence right now. (laughs) Uh. Um, but no, they really had it in the sense that they weren't going to be able to tell, like, I understand why she had an emotional reaction Mm -hmm. to the weird humanoid banjo playing dog, but so I get it, but it was a lot.
0: Yeah, it's like they had that and she twisted her ankle. Like why did she need to have two things? We could have mm-hmm. cut some of that out.
1: They separated for stupid reasons. Like when he was going to go look at the boat, I was like, "Well, this is over now." Yep. Like you're not taking her to the boat and this is over now. Mhm. When I was looking this up, apparently like a lot of people find the end really controversial, and I'm like, is it is it because you all is it because they win? Like it was the 70s i would have thought that was real 70s like that Mm. that everyone everyone loses
0: yeah no i i think about that ending all the time like i think about that shot all the time and it might be because in the original one they stopped the aliens i can't remember so that might be why it was controversial but like i don't know what to tell you like not all movies have a happy ending also
1: it this was realistic like their plan Mm -hmm. was flawless but yeah, when he, when, when they were with like the Jeff Goldblum alien and the Nemo alien and everything, and they were like, we're exactly the same. We have all your memories, except we don't love. I was like, <laughs> okay, see, that's, that's where lost me there because, okay.
0: Well, they also don't hate. So, you know. Great. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Because he starts with, we don't, we don't have hate. Like, I don't know. I'd maybe be a, a I'd maybe be okay with being body snatched is all I'm saying.
1: And no love and no hate and a banjo dog's face, Rachel.
0: Mm, yeah. That's a good point. All right. I'm back on the side of humanity.
1: um Also, indifference, I think can be worse than hate because they certainly don't uh, care that they're committing genocide no. like they're like we don't hate you but we are gonna have all your kids nap in this room and then body snatch them so we're gonna murder all these kids but like we have their memories so like mm. I'm it's- like okay we're not getting into a philosophical discussion you're killing <laughs> these children
0: <laughs> yeah well it's not personal Meg it's just business It'd
1: be personal when I you know use I cannot think of a single weed killer name I can't think of a single name because I don't have a round yard. Roundup. Round I'm gonna round up their ass. <laughs> I
0: think... God, I hope Roundup isn't a bug killer. I'm gonna look foolish.
1: Um, I don't know why, but I thought you were gonna say, like, I hope Roundup doesn't sue us or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought that's where you were going yeah. with that. I was like, I think I think we can say products' names. Yeah, like it's... it's not like we're using their song or anything. <laughs>
0: I'm just saying it, it genuinely might be a pesticide and not an herbicide. So.
1: Well, then you're going to lose your flower card.
0: Well, I Botanist don't use card. that herbicide. Is that what they're even called? I don't, I don't use them. I don't use poisons to kill plants. I just remove them if I, I don't want them.
1: She just removes them. That's ominous. Scale of one to ten, with ten, ten, ten being dead. you die. Yes. I was going to get there. So, um, I think depending, I think, I think it's, it's 10 for both of us. There is no way to survive. Yes. Maybe, maybe a nine and a half. If you went to the mountains as a group mm-hmm. and took shifts sleeping. Um, right. but that wouldn't involve you. Cause you'd already have been dead because right in the beginning you would have taken a flower. So yep. I live, um, in a city and don't go out in nature a lot. I'm not like a outside person. So I would have seen right. that flower and been like, nah, bro.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I would have been like, I've never seen that flower before. What is this?
1: I sort of wonder how close the flower has to be because I sort of thought that the flower had to be like around you, but then yeah, when they were all, there was like that weird cabbage patch of bodies being created.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and he was the only one outside though.
0: Yeah. I don't know. And I think the flowers have to be bigger, but no, she brought that small one in and, uh, jeffrey gets body snatched overnight so
1: we don't really know how big it was getting overnight though because she she said it was getting bigger i like how she's like this is an invasive flower and i'm like and you're excited about that (laughs) like to bring it home to all your other flowers
0: well once you pick it theoretically it can't do as much damage but well the roots are still there but no we're dead everybody's dead the whole world dies or
1: do they because their memories still exist?
0: No. <laughs> They're dead. They're dead. They're dead.
1: Okay, so tell me a story, Rachie.
0: Okay, this is a case history um, first told by Capron uh, revolution. I don't know the journal it was originally published in because it was in French. I found it in the history of psychiatry. And on a different note, I finally remembered to write down my sources so I could say them. it was published in like 1923 in Paris. But on June 3rd, 1918, a woman that they just call Madame M goes to the police and she's like, hey, guys, there are a bunch of people locked in my basement and also in basements all around Paris. And I need you to send some police with me so that we can go free them and also so that you know I'm telling the truth. And the police were like, yeah, okay," And they immediately put her in an institution because it was 1918. um, And that's what they used to do.
1: Did they even check her basement? It doesn't say.
0: (laughs) I'm going to guess.
1: No. (laughs) Like even a cursory check of being like, I mean, we'll put her in an institution too, because why not? But like at least check the
0: basement. I think the part where she's like, there are hundreds of people all around Paris being held Mm. prisoner was the reason they were like, "Mm, cool. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say probably not. And she was diagnosed with what they called chronic psychosis, would probably be diagnosed as schizophrenia today. And while she was there, she just journaled all the time. So I'm going to tell you her biography as she tells it. And I'm going to start with a quote because it's it's too incredible not to. So she writes, I am born to a very important family. I am the granddaughter of Princess Eugenie, I was born to the Legion of Honor, my father was the Duke of Broye and my mother, Mademoiselle de Rio-Branco was the daughter of the Duke of Lewin. She also claimed to be related to a bunch of other important people, including Louis the She says that when she was 15 months old, the man who raised her abducted her from these important people and raised her as this person. And she is fantastically wealthy. She, her grandmother owns Rio de Janeiro and a bunch of mines in Buenos Aires. And her grandfather, Louis the 18th, left her 200 million francs and an island.
1: Did Louis the 18th have that much money in the end?
0: I don't know.
1: Sorry, I know I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be picking apart that the wealth (laughs) of the French monarchy. I just have, I just have some more, um some detailed questions about that
0: well I've Um, got a follow-up for you about her wealth okay at at this point I think it's just from this 200 million francs but maybe just in general she is worth at this point of at the point of her writing 125 billion francs now I know what you're thinking Meg what does that even mean it's over 90 trillion U.S. dollars today Ah! (laughs) just like a Bunker's amount of money that, okay. Like, two things.
1: I mean, you would think that somebody with that amount of power could locate their kidnapped child. like you'd think it would have been headline news. You would think also, what does this have to do with people in her basement?
0: We're getting there. Great. Happy think, about it. I think I think we're I don't know if they're connected. I think I think it's just a bunch of stuff that happens in her life. also. She has been put in this institution to keep her quiet because she knows the truth about all these people who have been abducted and are being held prisoner. Um, They're also trying to steal all her money and her personal documents to steal her identity. Also, someone at the asylum poisoned her, but then they gave her the antidote so that she wouldn't die and it would um, make her look like a liar. These are just all things that are happening to her. But the big one, okay, we'll get to the people, is that she believes that everyone in her life, and I think just all around Paris, has been, like, body snatched, essentially. Okay. She personally has three or four doubles out and about. Um, one of them is uh, responsible for the, I guess, crimes that she's institutionalized for, She's like, she's, she's convinced that one of her doubles did something and she was arrested and put in this institution instead. So because she has all these doubles, she carries her personal documents on her at all times to prove who she is. And also part of this conspiracy, they like, they changed her. They transformed her so that nobody recognizes her again to steal her money because she's worth over $90 trillion. Also, again, everyone's been abducted, including her children. She's got two children who were like, like she was abducted as a child. They were abducted and then they were replaced. She had a son who died in 1906 and like a little girl who like, so I think it was like, he didn't really, I don't know. I can't remember now. We'll get to it. I think he was abducted and then died. And she also had a baby girl who she claims from, 1914 to 1918 was replaced basically every single day by a new double. And she's had over 2,000 doubles of that child in a five-year span. And there are like 80 or more doubles of her husband. Again, people around Paris are being held in these underground dungeons in the catacombs. Uh, 28,000 people have been abducted since 1911.
1: Why? don't know she doesn't even have like a reason no all this detail and she's not even gonna she's just like this is happening but I don't know who did it or why she's not even gonna pick like an enemy
0: no no, at least not in the case study that they wrote it's Mm -hmm. not like a specific enemy just like she's got enemies who are trying to steal her money but I don't know why they're also abducting all these people i don't know what i don't know what their Mm -hmm. end goal with all these other people is but a lot of them went down and uh disappeared during world war one um so like they went down you know into the metro to escape the bombings and they never came back up but they were replaced but also plot twist the bombings from world war one never actually happened it was a trap to get people down into the metro and the catacombs so they could be abducted and replaced. Now, I know what you're thinking, Meg. If there were no real bombings, why were so many buildings destroyed during World War I? Well, we've got an answer for that, and it's that they did it to disorient the people who were still up, and, you know, it's all part of the conspiracy. And also, the hospital that she's staying in is in on the plot. And that's just kind of what her case history is. Like, That's that's her story. I don't even have a joke.
1: I'm just like... <laughs> it's so it's so much i mean i think this is different than unless there's about to be a big twist than a lot of the true stories we do because a lot of the true stories we do are about murderers or people who are just the worst so it doesn't really matter whereas it's just a mentally ill woman Mm -hmm. who like i mean this is a condition that was just starting to come out you know Mm -hmm. as far as getting written about and they didn't even have like a good hold on it like i can't imagine suffering from this kind of psychosis in a time where they just didn't didn't understand like the brain at all they were Mm -hmm. like well we can solve that we're just going to drill into your head like and let the demons out yeah like that's how I think of like all psychiatry (laughs) until like the 80s uh
0: yeah you're not totally wrong like (laughs)
1: um that's got to be just like just like on another level to to think that kind of stuff and to have that going on.
0: Now I'm gonna tell you her actual story. So she was born in, oh my god, I can't even read my own writing. I think that says 1869. She has no family history of mental illness. She got married to her husband in 1898. And then like basically all of her children died really young. So she had a son in 1899 who died. She believes that son was replaced. Mm-hmm. Um, then she also had twin girls that same year. One of them died. The other is, was still alive at the time of the writing. Like, so one died, and she believes like that one was substituted. Um, and then the one that lived was like being like doubled.
1: Okay, so so this is sort of like the real the real realism. Yes. So it seems like she was reacting to the grief of losing children. Yes. Um, um
0: okay. Cause yeah, so she had that the first son died. She had twin girls that same year, one died. Then in nineteen oh six, she had twin boys, they both died. She believed that one was poisoned and then the other was abducted. Again, I don't know if it was like her actual children were abducted and then replaced, and then those replacements died, I think is her delusion. Also, her husband says that like three or four years after they got married, she started displaying these symptoms and then especially after 1906 after she lost four of the five children she gave birth to she really like um had pretty strong delusions and they were pretty well established by 1914 which you might know is the year world war one started i can't imagine like dealing with the grief of losing almost all of my children and then the one of the bloodiest wars of all time starts
1: a war that really had no comparison. Yes. Like a war that had no, that no one had ever living, seen anything like it. Like mm-hmm. there's, the thing is, is it, it makes sense because the chaos and just cruel indifference of losing your children and then a war starting. Right. It's a lot. There's a bit of a, more of a comfort of yes. like, no, they've been replaced. Cause there's this
0: experience, there's this conspiracy and they're mm-hmm. like
1: holding my children.
0: Right. And just to go off the World War I thing is I, I, I brought some statistics because World War II really gets a lot of attention mm-hmm. um, for some obvious reasons. But like in a way that like overshadows World War I, like you and I both know just how bad it was. But like just as an explanatory comma, 40 million people died or were wounded in World War I, um, military and civilian. It's about like 50-50 died wounded 50-50 military civilian like and a lot of it happened in france like france belgium germany like that's where all of the trench warfare was happening about 1.7 million people died in france which was 4.29 percent of the population like it's an unimaginable scale like for comparison we have 300 million people in the united states so if 120,000 people died. Wait, that doesn't sound right. 120 million people died. Um, Nope, that's still not right. I don't know where my zeros are.
1: Um, I've completely, you started saying numbers and I lost the thread of it. There's a lot, a lot of people, a lot of people like died. I mean, the the, thing is, I didn't
0: write that statistic down. I was just like, oh, I I can do this off the top of my head. No, I fucking can't.
1: i would also argue for people who you know have a thing about world war ii i would argue that world war one was a direct cause of world war ii or you know what i mean yeah that it it, if you were listing why things went down the way it did Mm -hmm. the destruction and the anger after world war one and the fact Mm -hmm. that it was like it wasn't enough to beat our enemies we wanted them punished for what had been done what grew out of that was World War II. right um we have now changed by the way folks and we're now a history podcast yes, We are now I wanted we're now just gonna tell you the history of wars and um how they are all connected yes um, things that
0: we did not study in school but no. we know a whole lot about
1: no <laughs> um we could have another podcast called things we didn't study in school but know a lot yes. about yes. Um, okay so all these things horrible things had happened and she emerged from it with this belief Mm -hmm. that people were being snatched and replaced
0: yep Yep. and um this is just like she's like the first person documented to have this delusion which is now known as the cop delusion it's part of like a series of like well i think there's a disagreement about whether it's a delusion or a syndrome. things we're not going to get too deep into the psychological weeds here um but there are other like similar delusions of like misidentification there are like delusions that like people are transforming there are people there are delusions that like this person like has like i don't know like there's someone who's trying to turn into them that's like there's all kinds of stuff like that but this is like the first like major documentation of someone displaying these symptoms
1: and it would go into the more well-known traditional delusion of all of my loved ones have been replaced by right. people. Yes. Yeah,
0: that um, would be the capgras delusion.
1: So, it's it's really fascinating to see that as the first um documented case of that, you know, of mm-hmm. what that would um become. That's really interesting. I also had another point that now it's like escaping me. Um oh, this is not a point at all. This is more that, like, this is more that one, that, you know, it's it's something that we use in a lot. Never mind. (laughs) It was, I was going to talk about, I was going to talk about this other movie, but now I realize it would have been a far more appropriate point to bring up at the first half of the podcast. (laughs) And now it's just like, it's another body snatching movie that, like, they, I always thought of it as being the one that did it in a way where I was like, this is easily detected and easily stopped as opposed to where that was more like replacing people with people and killing Mm -hmm. the other part of it. And it was like, yeah, but you can, you can stop that pretty easily by just finding out who's doing it. You can't stop plants. Um, but we're just gonna forget all of this happened. (laughs) Okay, so what happened to her, Rachel? Do we know?
0: Nope, doesn't say. Um, Because again, this was like a psychological paper. Um, Mm -hmm. They had to shockingly they protect her identity. Like I guess they were doing. They they uh, had more patients' rights in France than we did in the United States at the time, and up through 1996, which is when we decided you can't just uh, tell everyone about people's medical history so I have no idea
1: well I like to hope she got better but I know um,
0: like so long like she wasn't I don't think suffering too terribly like they said that she was like really pleasant to talk to so long as you weren't talking about these delusions like really nice like didn't have a whole lot of vices I think she just lived out her life um probably in the asylum because that's what they did and I I like to believe it was a nice asylum (laughs) lots of green space
1: I mean if you're not trying to like hunt people or hurt people I'm sort of like if your delusion is to believe like oh like my kids are somewhere else they're not dead Mm -hmm. and you're in the 1920s um France fine like and that's fine like as long as you're not like stealing other people's kids or trying to like kill people because you think they have their kids like right you know there's a lot going on yeah no and that's coming from someone living in the 2020s decade I'm saying you guys had a lot going on like that's fine (laughs) um Okay, I would say that the movie is worse than the reality. Like, yes, the reality mm. of having this syndrome would be horrific, mm-hmm. but also that they killed the whole planet. Like, they killed everybody. <laughs> I don't, I can't really, there's no way around that. I just yep. think that's objectively a worse thing to happen.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Um, any final thoughts, girl?
0: Nope.
1: Okay, guys. Um, we're really happy to start the second season to um, hear from you guys. We're on more of a schedule this season, which means that we're actually going to not have every episode has been taped for the past two years before we put them out. <laughs> so there'll be a little bit more of a communication between us
0: and the audience, which I think will be fun. Um, we also, um, if we start any new bits, we'll remember them as opposed oh, to too. all the bits that we started and then just completely completely never did again
1: um that too um i would like to remind you all if you haven't already to subscribe to the podcast and uh like leave a review go to our social media um and share it uh just to get more people out there um we're trying to promote a lot of different you know areas to listen to the podcast um So I know that a lot of people I know use either the Android or the Apple um, app, and you can just like and subscribe there and get other people to as well. Rachel, any final thoughts?
0: From my understanding, Apple Podcasts is still the best place to review. Um, I I
1: wasn't sure if if we were going to say it, but let's just say it. Like, we appreciate all of you listening wherever you listen. But if you have access to Apple about... I think the statistic is about 88% of podcast mm-hmm. like listening happens there. And so, um, yeah.
0: yeah, it just reaches more people if you do it there
1: really does. But we do appreciate whatever. I know Rachel has a podcast yeah, app that, that I've yeah. never heard of. Um,
0: I'm the only one who listens to us there.
1: Yeah. Whenever I look at the statistics, I'm like, Oh, I know who that is. It's Rachel. Um, uh, but we're very excited to start this season and next week will be my episode and it is the Exorcist. And we li- we watch the director's cut, yes. um, which has 11 extra minutes. Um, so if you have access to the director's cut or if you didn't, um, we don't know what was in it that isn't, yeah, you know, we don't I have no like idea. that recall. but if we're talking about a scene and you don't know what we're talking about, it was probably in the director's cut. So mm-hmm. um, we will see you guys next episode.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye.